quiet time. I thought it was talkie time. It's supposed to be talkie time. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Cracker Classics, weekly podcast in which Joshua over there. That's me. And Ian right here. Hi. That's you. We take a classic movie and watch it and see how weird it is today. <laughs> today, uh, we have a recommendation thanks to Anna Kendrick on Hot Ones. Because we listen to celebrities, apparently. Well, <laughs> when they're awesome celebrities. Mm, fair enough. And especially when they're into old movies like we are. So, though apparently she's more into them because I'd never heard of this. Uh, but it, it's her favorite. So. It sounded vaguely familiar when you brought it up. Uh, I know who Joan Crawford is. <laughs> There's a few names in here. Yes. This week we are watching The Women. Yeah. Oh, it is. The Women. It's called that because there's apparently not a single man playing a role in this movie. But it seems to be all about convincing a happily married woman to leave her cheating husband. So, does it pass the Bechdel test? (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how much uh, we're just talking about men, despite it being all women. But I looked at the cast, and yeah, we got Joan Crawford, Norma Shearer... Rosalind Russell, nice. Joan Fontaine, cool. Ruth Hussey, <laughs> Hedda Hopper, and Butterfly McQueen has a small role in here uncredited. Hmm. Yeah. Everyone's a woman except possibly the dog that's not credited. <laughs> What's the dog's name? Terry. So I don't know. Ooh, that's... But uh. Terry was Toto. Oh. So, female dog. Okay. So, yeah. Excellent. (laughs) So, yeah, divorce in in Reno, I think. Ooh. Something was mentioned about Reno in here in the the wiki. Is this where the band Reno Divorce got their name? Maybe. (laughs) But it's like um, high society New York women going to Reno to get divorced. Well, that's what you do. You went to Vegas to get married and Reno to get divorced. It makes sense. You do it all in one weekend. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what what we're gonna get into here. I yeah, I like I said, I didn't hear of it until Anna mentioned it on Hot Ones. I was like, hmm. It's a comedy, allegedly. Yeah, I but it like also that. said drama, so you know, we mix yeah. both. I'm a little worried about the description saying that catty women try to convince her to leave her husband. Yeah, I'm a little concerned in general of just how uh, we approach such topics in the late 30s. Yeah. How stereotyped and grotesque is it going to be? Or is it actually going to be like a positive, empowering thing about women taking control of their lives and... Certainly throwing off so. their dependence. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. This um, it's directed by George Cooker. He needed Gaslight. Okay. And, but he also did the Philadelphia Story and My Fair Lady. Okay. So <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but also maybe not. I, yeah. Um... I think we need to get into it and find out what's we should what, probably what is start really going on here. And then we'll have something to talk about and know what we're getting <laughs> ourselves into. Hooray. All right, we'll be back with uh, intermission impressions. And... and women. Lots and lots of women. Yay. Fully clothed, I imagine. 
It's not that kind of movie. In the 30s? I assume so. Yeah. So the cast of characters, Mrs. Stephen Haynes, Mrs. <laughs> Howard Fowler. Yeah. A few of those. Yeah, a lot of those. This barely passes the Bechdel test. Yeah, because... There was, what, one scene where they weren't talking right about a Right at the beginning when they're talking about a dog. That's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, I suppose they're talking about clothes at the fashion show. Yeah, but that didn't last long. No. Before Joan it Crawford showed up. It never does. Because, of course, Joan Crawford's the other woman. Of course she is. I mean, it fits. She's got that air about her. I mean, I've never been a big fan of Joan Crawford, but she's kind of she, gives off the homewrecker vibe. She does what she does well. She does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so far kind of torn on this. Yeah. I like sort of the story idea mm-hmm. but we're also playing into a lot of stereotypes yeah and right from the opening definitely a lot of that but i am enjoying portrayal i suppose yeah like i don't hate it that's for sure <laughs> but i was a little taken aback with the opening in the salon everything was frenetic and chaos and fast talking and it is the 30s. It was the 30s, but it was also just got the vibe that this is how a man feels what goes on in the salon. That's true. I, it bugged me a little bit, but it's also probably yeah, a little I true. I got you on that. I, having never been invited to Women's Day at the spa, right. I don't know. It just seemed a little over the top. Like, I understand there's gossip and tea is being spilled. Men do that, too. <laughs> Just in a different way, and, yeah. you know, but we gossip too. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. A lot of men will, but I, I know better. No. <laughs> we do it. Oh. That was kind of the cool part in the story of how Mary found out that Stephen was fooling around. It was through the gossip, and it was by accident. Uh, yeah. A loose-lipped manicurist just telling the same story she's been telling every other woman that comes in. But it was kind of fucked up how her friend sent her in there to find out, though. That was... <sighs> yeah. She can't tell her directly, but she can send her to the manicurist that's spreading the goss. That, like... was, sort of, that was the plan behind all that, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't, oh, go see my manicurist. She's great. It's, no, it's... you're going to learn shit. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You need to go see her, but it's not because you need your nails done. I'm torn on Sylvia. <laughs> I like her because it's Rosalind Russell. I yes. love her. Yes. But her character kind of... Sucks. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess her heart's in the right place, maybe. Is it? Is it really? Or does she just like to see the shit fly? I think that's a little bit of that in there. But <laughs> I, I think she's... Sees herself as a good friend of Mary's who doesn't want her to be in that situation and to suffer the bullshit of being a wife who's being cheated on. But instead of telling her directly... (laughs) That's a problem, yes. But it's also the era. Like, you couldn't tell your friends that directly. It was socially unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, you could, but it would not be proper. Yeah, it's a breach of etiquette. It's like Mary's mom. 
But you can lead them. You can drop the little breadcrumbs and be like, here. Yeah. <laughs> then you have Mary's Aren't mom, my nails fabulous? wise woman. See my manicurist. <laughs> but then Mary's mom is very Emma. Practical. Old school practical. I'm... I don't like what she's doing, but I understand the necessity it, it, of it. Yeah, I'm not keen on the advice, but I get it. Yeah, yeah. Especially of the time and being the older woman at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of what you had to do because women were barely able to have their own checking accounts at this point. Yeah. Um, if that was a thing at all. Well, yeah, because she did have to drop. Uh, uh, Joan Crawford did have to drop dude's name to get the line of credit, so... Yeah, maybe... she had to prove some sort of income, in a way, and yeah. she said, well... <clears throat> not her, and not man. her own, that's it. It was it had to be income that was not her own. Well, I didn't get that vibe. She just started asking, well, I, you know, I need something, you have an account. She needed a checking account. Oh, so maybe they weren't allowed checking accounts yet. I forget exactly when they could get their own. Um, it wasn't the vibe I got. They just asked, do you have an account at Cartier? Do you have accounts yeah, yeah. elsewhere? Oh, no, I don't have those yet. Well, how about a checking account? She did say, I don't have that either. But she was also, well, I'm from out of town, and I'm new here, and I apparently had nothing before I came here because I was an empty shell of a character before this man came into my life and gave me everything. Yeah, That's another weird thing with Joan Crawford's character. She's just the other woman. There's not a lot of depth to her. Though really, so far, Mary's the only one with depth. Yeah, um, apparently it wasn't until the 1960s that women were allowed to open their own bank accounts. <laughs> so yeah, this is definitely still then. It would apply then, yeah. Um, yeah. Look at me being the optimist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... That's the world we're dealing with in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a little strange, because this is the late 30s. The Depression is still going on. Meanwhile, we have all these high-society ladies in fashion shows and... Servants. Fashion shows in color! Yes! We were the little <laughs> Wizard of Oz. We had to go color for the fashion show. Yep. Why, I'm not exactly sure, because it's not like the fashion in there was all that great. Mm, that green dress needed color, though. There were some things that having the color yep. helped. Yep. But a lot of those dresses, I... <laughs> and what was up with the circumcised witches' hats? Oh, no, it was a parking cone, and they <laughs> put a blue stripe on it, and widened the brim, and then the plastic visors, and the... Well, I get the that. Plastic's that a new thing. It's very into. fancy, very future. I get plastic. I did some weird things with it, but I get plastic. Okay, I wasn't getting a futuristic vibe from that fashion show, though. No. It was more of a beachfront kind of feel. I, I don't know. I, I didn't get the fashion of the future vibe from, <laughs> from that show. Too many stripes, I guess. I don't know. We're also looking at it from 80 years in the future. This is true. Fashion has changed. So stripes have definitely have... gone out of fashion. <laughs> What might have felt futuristic then definitely seems old-fashioned now, so... Fair point. <laughs> I mean, think think of pulp sci-fi covers from the 40s and 50s, like... Even from the 90s, what we thought was futuristic. Oh, God. 
silver, <laughs> shiny, metallic. <laughs> this is sort of a strange movie because pretty much all of the women in here are motivated by the men in their lives. So much of what they do and think and feel is because of the men. Well, and we don't see them, which is interesting. That's kind of we're on the phone with them a lot. <laughs> That's true. And consider that might be what happens when your play runs on Broadway for 666 shows. <laughs> devil pops up and... We could look at it that way. There's a devil and he calls. It's the devil <laughs> ringing. I get I, that. I, I, I have no argument against that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> oh, There's one line Joan Crawford said it. I don't know, bugs me. Yeah. I'm taking my marching orders from Stephen. Yeah. I don't know. That kind of it does two things for me. Because there's an aspect of that that's rather empowered to the point that, like, this is my business. It's not really yours. Though it is kind of hers because she is married to him. I'd say it's definitely her business. But, you know. but like, there is... Some of a, how do I put it, not necessarily that she's taking marching orders from Stephen, but that she's essentially making her own decisions. There's a certain level of empowerment to that. I get that. Um, I'm not saying it's empowered in the right way, mm. <laughs> but that level of self-determination is admirable. To some extent. Yeah, and there's a juxtaposition between the two. And that Joan Crawford is sort of the newer, modern woman who has some sense of agency and self-determination. Yeah. And Mary's just the long-married housewife, very happy with her life up to this point. But is there any empowerment in that? I kind of get the vibe that her friends are wanting to help her find her self-determination. I kind of feel like she has a lot of self-determination. I think she does. She just doesn't know what to do with it yet, given the situation. Yes. She's dealing with a new situation. She's not sure exactly how to handle it. Yeah. Not sure how she wants to handle it and how it's going to be seen as she handles it, because she still is very much concerned with appearance. Oh yeah, as a part of the whole thing. This is Richie Rich, New York. <laughs> Everything's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, right. yep. But all of her friends around here are kind of nudging her in a certain direction. Good for them. Kinda. Right. You know, it, it's one thing to know about it and not have her find out, because it wouldn't be proper for that yeah. to be out in the open. But they are sort of doing this not proper for the times thing of having her know. And then we'll see if they influence her decisions moving forward. Because so far it's just been have her find out. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the rest of this. I want to see how it plays out. Mm -hmm. I am uh, somewhat invested. (laughs) Yeah. I've gotten involved. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see a, a phone call that goes south with Stephen. Yes. As she finally tells him what she knows. Yep. 
There's one I fun have. thing about the men not being in this picture. We don't know what they know. Yes. We only know what the women know <laughs> and what they are willing to reveal, which is fun. Yes. <laughs> it's all too often we're supposed to think that the men know everything. But in here, we have this nice ambiguity of, we know what the men are up to, but do they know that we know? Probably don't, because men are stupid. Yes, we are. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but we think we're not, which is the worst. Yep. <laughs> the absolute We are confident worst. that we are not. <laughs> Big issue there. Oh, God. So I'm liking how this story is going. I thought we would, was going to be a quick divorce in the beginning, or sooner. Yeah. Instead, we're, having, we're drawing out the process that leads to the divorce. Which I rather like. Yeah. Um, I'm still not sure it's going to end in divorce. I'm kind of hoping it is, because... Yeah, I don't know where we're going to go here. Yeah. And I'm still kind of conflicted on that, too, though, because there is something to be said for a relationship surviving infidelity. Right. But in the same token, I really like seeing unfaithful men kick to the curb. <laughs> it satisfies me in certain ways. <laughs> yeah. Comeuppance is always nice. Yep. But yeah, uh, I think we should get back to it. Yeah, let's see where, where we go here. We'll be back for our curtain call. And maybe divorce. Maybe. Nothing wrong with divorce. You really can't compare relationships to each other. Yeah. They're all it's... different. There's no shame in divorce. Nope. And there's no shame in sticking together. It. Yeah. We'll be back. Well, I love the ending right up until the very, until very the end. end of the ending. <laughs> yes. Kind of had to figure it was gonna go that way i kind of hoped that her claws came with a touch of patience mm, her claws came with the uh determination and the clarity of what knowing what she actually wanted well that's fair but you still gotta make him sweat a little bit come on true you don't go rushing straight into his arms right after you've ruined yeah. <laughs> all that shit no no he, he, he's he's asking for you. You let him stew for a minute and then go, oh, I suppose. No, you tell him, fuck no, you had your chance. I'm done. Now you have nothing. <laughs> well, there's that. But she's a woman in love. So? <laughs> this... Yeah, it's almost really good, but this the way that ends, it kind of sours it for me. A little bit. Because obviously she didn't really want to get the divorce. Yes. She just sort of felt like she had to, that that was the only way that this was going to... And legitimately so. Like, yeah, that's, that's totally... No, I all in favor of the divorce. Yeah, oh, yeah, I get why she did it, and I also get why it was really hard for her to do it. Yeah. And that she didn't really want to. Yeah. But that's just what was best given the situation. And ignoring all of the other voices around her saying that it wasn't for the best. I, I gotta say I'm a little disappointed that 
she harbors such affection for such a weak, simpering man. <laughs> well, that is one lesson we are supposed to walk away from in this movie. <laughs> Men are rather simpering and, and weak and, and kind of nothing without their women. That Which whole, I'm not going to argue with. Like, like, I, I can't I, argue it. No. no I, it's that whole Buck Winston bit at the end. Yes. Oh, he was nothing <laughs> without me. He would yep. never be on the radio. I had to buy the radio <laughs> station. <laughs> yeah. This is a nice glimpse at uh, empowering women, but in the framework of the period of time. Yes. That, yes, you are not complete without your man, but you make your man. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of... um, It's still very much enjoyable. This is a great movie. I'm not not about to, like, say that the end, very, very tail end, absolutely killed it. It doesn't shit the best. enjoyed the whole thing. Yeah. Like, even... Right up until that moment. Like, absolutely loved it. Mm Mm-hmm. That moment bothers me a little, but it did not sour the rest of the movie. Yeah, I think I was just not as surprised at how we ended up as I was you were. just a little disappointed in her. Mm. But Cause... again, it's not surprising given no. the society that she's in. Yeah. Plus, just it was the 30s. and Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you know all the other women <laughs> that she was in Reno with, they all got remarried by that point. But yeah. she hadn't. And it was that, yeah, we got a divorce, but then we fixed it by getting married again to someone different. Because no matter what, we always have to be married to a man. Yeah. It's, yeah. That part doesn't live up all that well, but I get why it's in this movie. Well, yeah. Can I just say props to Little Mary? (laughs) She was awesome. Yes. Again. She always is. Virginia Weedler. Fantastic. Yeah. That's this whole scene in the bathroom with <laughs> with Joan Crawford. Oh, that was beautiful. Why don't you like me? I never said I don't like you. But I you don't, know. but I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. I've, I'm having issues deciding who the real villain is in this movie. Aside from the men. Well, I mean, that's sort of the obvious villain, but there's... Sean Crawford, yeah. But there's also Rosalind Russell. Like, what the fuck was her whole deal? He was, she was just She's kind of the annoying a... <laughs> friend until she also went to Reno to get a divorce. And then things took a turn. I think she's just a drama addict. I guess. Like, she stirs shit everywhere she goes. And just, yeah, just, just gets kinda... off on stirring the pot. Yeah, yeah. And then couldn't believe it when everyone else stirred her pot in the right? end. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all it was. But um, I don't know. At first, I, kind of, I liked her. She was fun, but kind of a mess. And then she just became a mess. Well, I don't know. And I don't know what that means. Tends to be what happens. What, when you get a divorce? Or no, just fun in general? messes tend to lose the fun edge as life goes on fair enough it's like grandma i'm sure she was fun at some point but <laughs> now she's just passing on antiquated advice well yeah spending 40 50 years dealing with a philandering husband that'll take the fun right out of you yeah 
But she go. Some of her advice is contradictory. On the other hand, it's nice to be alone. Well, yes, but you're just trying to convince your daughter to get married again. Now Only you're talking you... about how nice solitude is. Only because you can sprawl like a swastika. Ugh. Just That's early enough there. for that to be kind of okay, but... <laughs> it wasn't okay at the time, but we didn't know at the time that it was not okay. <laughs> this is, yeah. what, 39? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't okay, but we weren't aware of it yet. <laughs> or we were just willfully ignorant of it. Well... <laughs> Unwittingly participating in it. Or secretly fans of it and funding the whole thing. There was enough of that in Hollywood. Yeah. I wasn't uh, thinking Hollywood, but just the country in general. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's just a reference that didn't pan out well over time. No. Nope. Other quickly. <laughs> Did not take that one long to fall flat. No. How can I honestly say... The dogs in this movie steal the show. Oh yes, the dogs are amazing. They're they're less and less as the movie goes on. They're more in the first half. But every time they show up, it's just delightful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's great except men. I guess that's the lesson I'm supposed to walk away with. It's hard to argue with. I uh, yeah. And that's kind of the point, I feel, <laughs> that we're trying to get across. It's all from the perspective of women. Pretty much all of them have their issues with the men in their life because it's hard not to. Yep. <laughs> you can't help but be influenced by that. That's <laughs> kind of true. Unfortunately. I was reading, though, that... Uh, MGM was talking about doing a male version of this. Really? Called, whatever they call it, the Gentleman's Club or something. Hmm. Basically the same story, but all the characters are men. So it's a cheating wife. Not saying that doesn't happen, but it just felt very reactionary to yeah. completely just remake this movie, but with all the roles reversed. You can't have a movie cast entirely with women. Maybe that was we the need problem. we need a man movie with men in all the manly men roles men not yeah, the, women the women went to the ranch <laughs> the love boat oh lord oh sorry it was anyway. a train <laughs> the divorce train oh the it's divorce what it train felt like <laughs> well who else goes to Reno I yeah apparently that's the only place in the country could get a divorce at the time I guess and, it's, yeah. I mean, I've heard that Reno is the divorced capital of the world. At least it used to be. Yeah. But they kind of overly romanticized it, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> and having yes. the Countess on the train, that just helped with that. Oh, I did love the Countess. L'amour, l'amour. <laughs> I love love and I love to get divorced so that I can marry again. <laughs> oh, was she on her fifth husband? Yeah, that was her fifth. No sign of slowing down. Nope. Six will be coming along soon enough. Yeah. Since she found out about the fifth one. Yeah. Honestly, it didn't sound that great if she had to carry him with his career and stuff. Well, apparently he was doing well once she got him on the radio. Well, that's true. Just needed the initial help. Yeah. But then, of course, Joan Crawford comes in the picture. She ruins everything. 
Well, uh... <laughs> she ruined whatever happened to baby Jane, so... <laughs> Just staying. Whew. Yeah, yeah. That's saying she ruins this movie, because she totally needed her in that yeah. role in here. Yeah, it was the perfect role for her. Yeah, great antagonist. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even sure what was what her whole angle was until that bathtub scene. She's on the phone with Buck. Yeah. I'm like, oh, of course you've already found yourself another man. Yep. Because you've already roped him in, and now you got to plan ahead the next step. <laughs> just, yeah, very diabolical. Yeah. And it fits in with all of the minor chaos going on in high society. <laughs> Yeah, it's a reason soap operas are popular. Yeah, I almost feel bad because you know these women are real lives, complex characters, but then it shows up in the society pages and in the gossip column all of their tragedies, and you know you kind of feel bad, but it's also people with a lot more money than me, so <laughs> I'm conflicted on stuff like this, right? It happens to someone rich and famous. Yes, they are a person and a human like me. So it's not cool that they're going through that shit. But it's also being talked about in the papers and it's mild entertainment, I guess. Is it okay that it's entertainment, though? Oh, that's the human condition. Yeah. Gossip is a thing because we do kind of get off on hearing about other people's issues. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just how we are. I don't really have an answer as to why. Because we like being judgy. I think, yeah. We like to forget about our issues and identify with other people's issues. Well, I'm pretty judgy about me, too. Well, yes. (laughs) But when you're hearing about other people's problems... Makes you feel a little better about yourself. Yeah, and maybe forget about your own for a minute. Yeah. Or identify and relate with, because you have the same problems. That's preferable. You know. There is a little humanizing to it, but usually it's not. It's just judging. (laughs) (laughs) As we say, judging this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I did enjoy this, though. Very much so. Thanks, Anna. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yep. It was funny when it needed to be. Yep. Also had those hard moments. Yep. Like Mary telling her daughter, we're getting a divorce. Yeah. That was kind of heart-wrenching. Yeah. Oof. It's one of those good movies that does it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, there's a little bit that doesn't age well. Mm-hmm. For the most part, shit like yeah. this still goes on. Just with a little less society judging. Well, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess that depends. Tabloids are fun. <laughs> I was just thinking divorce. Uh, you know, divorce is much more common and accepted. Much more acceptable, yes. Yeah. You don't have to go to Reno just to get a divorce anymore. <laughs> you can just go to the courthouse down the street. Yes. But then you don't get my kettle at the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sort of lost as to why they're all the recently divorced women are just on a ranch in Reno, but I really didn't want to question it. Nope. It was fun. Nope. Don't need to ask. Yeah. Just let me enjoy this. I'm happy. Thank you. <laughs> if 
only there wasn't a phone line there. Yeah. That was causing problems. Yeah. Uh, he, well, he calls Mary. Did you get the divorce? Good, because I morning? just got Good. married. Because now I'm marrying her, yeah. I, uh, Same day. No, I, I, don't, I don't give a shit how much you love him. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that was sort of my... That's... No. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. new love you had left for him. Should have gone away then. Should have fucking killed it. And then you start to work on your claws. <laughs> yes. And then when the claws do their work, don't take them back. Especially that's not part so of the claws. Fucking eagerly, Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Don't focus on the ending. Too much. <laughs> the, the ride to the ending was enjoyable enough. Yes. And we didn't get fully ejected from the ride at the end. I think we're okay. No, it was just kind of a sudden stop. It was a little His Girl Friday, yeah. Right. Not quite as awful as His Girl Friday, because that was just like, <sighs> what the fuck are you doing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of in here, too, but saw it coming. Yeah. I knew why the claws came out. But she did say, you know, she lost the only man that she'd ever wanted. Yeah. You know, I don't want to marry someone else. I already had it all, and I decided to throw it away. She said because of pride. I, don't think I guess it was pride. I had a little bit to it, but she there was good reason to There's throw some it away. Self-respect in there, exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> There's a difference between pride and self-respect, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for those of you who don't have alimony payments to make. There is a Patreon that you can give us money to. Yeah, yeah. Patreon. We're, we're a better use of your money than your ex, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, if you're already you know, financially obligated to make those payments, do it. Yes, don't pay us first. <laughs> pay us second. Yeah. Uh, we also have a website, crackerclassics.com. Mm-hmm. There is a Twitter. If and you dare, at Cracker Classics. And we do one of these every week, so... Enjoy. I have, yeah, yeah, I have no sagely advice on marriage or divorce. Neither do I. Do what you think is best for your life and your relationship. There. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Bye.